welcome to The State for Friday, February 9th, where we bring you the headlines that matter. I'm your host, Rachel Fulton. For our first story of the day, focusing on campus news, Michigan State University has made it easier to investigate a variety of police violations and protect those who report them, thanks to a newly updated portion of the Spartan Life Handbook and Resource Guide. The board approved changes to the Student Rights and Responsibilities, or SRR, document at its Friday meeting last week, marking the first time the document has seen major revisions in over half a century. The SRR provides guidelines for a wide variety of student conduct like hazing, gambling, and academic misconduct. According to the board resolution, it will be combined with the general student regulations document to create a more comprehensive, universal, and accessible student rights document. When the changes go into effect this fall, the Office of Student Support and Accountability, or OSSA, will be allowed to investigate alleged policy violations without having a formal complainant on file. With the new changes, OSSA will have the jurisdiction to investigate reported conduct without a complainant behind it. Investigations may result in hearings where both parties are given the opportunity to present their cases to a hearing board. Retaliating against someone for filing or participating in sexual misconduct investigations can also trigger separate investigations and discipline. Until now, similar protections haven't existed for those reporting violations of the SRR. For our second story, focusing on student life, when Alyssa Hakim started her career at the Associated Students of MSU three years ago, she hoped to bring along more Arab and Muslim representation to the organization. But since joining, Hakim has felt isolated and marginalized. On January 25th, Hakim resigned from the Vice President of Academic Affairs position, emailing a letter of resignation to the General Assembly. The three-page resignation letter focused on how she felt targeted as an Arab and Muslim woman and her frustrations with ASMSU and MSU itself. These feelings started two years ago when MSU students asked her why so many ASMSU representatives were traveling to Israel. Hakim said it made these students feel unrepresented by ASMSU. Hakim brought the students' concerns to the General Assembly. She was told these were personal travels, which she relayed to her constituents. Hakim said she and other members of the Office of the President faced intimidation from the Jewish Student Union leadership. MSU has also disappointed Hakim, especially in its response to the Israel-Hamas war. Hakim and other ASMSU members are constantly fed bold-faced lies by MSU, she said. She also stated MSU has given remarks of neutrality over the conflict in the Middle East, yet Hakim said she doesn't see neutrality citing MSU's investments in Israeli aid. Hakim said she feels helplessness and hopelessness when talking to the university, the same university that she said benefits from the murder and displacement of Arab peoples. Hakim addressed her recent letter of resignation at the weekly ASMSU meeting last Thursday, making today her last day in her position. Hakim said the letter was not an attack on any person or group, but rather an attempt to stand up for herself and ensure other student leaders are held accountable. 
for our last story of the week focusing on student events with the season of love in full swing the hannah community center geared up for its much anticipated annual sweetheart ball the event was open to anyone and everyone and hoped to bring the community together east lansing parks recreation and arts department media contact kathleen miller had said the sweetheart ball unfolded this wednesday and thursday and hosted by the east lansing parks recreation and Arts Department, East Lansing has been home to the annual Sweetheart Ball for over two decades. Miller said the event evolved from its origin as a daddy-daughter dance in the early 2000s to then becoming a celebration embracing all types of families. While the Sweetheart Ball most often sees semi-formal attire, there was no dress code dictating the wardrobe choices of attendees. Miller also said the event's emphasis is on encouraging families to adorn themselves in whatever makes them feel most comfortable. With the help of volunteers from the Michigan State University community, families could take a breather from the dance floor at the activities table, where Valentine's-themed crafts awaited. Following the crafting sessions and Cupid Shuffle dance-offs, families could unwind and indulge in an array of assorted, allergen-conscious treats and refreshments. Miller said that in the past, the Sweetheart Ball has seen as many as 600 people over the course of the two days. And to end our last episode of the week, here are a few announcements. Today's weather forecast is predicting a beautiful day with sun and a few passing clouds with a high of 55 and a low of 37. For the rest of the weekend, it looks like it will be higher 30s to low 40s with rain showers, but mostly cloudy skies for both days. Next, here's the MSU home athletic lineup for the weekend. Starting off today, women's tennis will take on Toledo at 3 p.m. at the MSU Indoor Tennis Center, and men's tennis will later take on Clemson at 6 p.m. Finally, gymnastics will end the night versus Illinois at 7 p.m. at Jenison Fieldhouse. Then tomorrow, men's basketball will go up against Illinois at 2 p.m. at the Breslin Center, and then finishing off the weekend on Sunday, women's tennis will play Western Michigan at 12 p.m. and Eastern Michigan at 4 p.m., both at the Indoor Tennis Center. And then women's basketball will take on Ohio State at 4 p.m. at the Breslin Center. For our last announcement, in remembrance of the February 13th campus mass shooting that occurred last year, we won't have any episodes air next Monday or Tuesday. I also want to point out it's incredibly important to keep in mind the resources available for those students, staff, or anyone in the community who may need it, and those can be found at caps.msu.edu. Make sure to take care of yourself next week, stay healthy, stay safe, And thank you so much for joining us here on The State this week, produced by The State News and Impact 89FM. You can find us online at statenews.com and impact89fm.org. And of course, we'll be back next Wednesday with more news.